This is Small Biz Florida, the podcast designed and produced specifically for Florida small business owners and entrepreneurs. Small Biz Florida, talk that works for Florida. This podcast is supported by the Florida SBDC Network, providing the tools, strategies, and expertise to help Florida's business community thrive. Visit the Florida SBDC online at www.floridasbdc.org or contact your local office and get started on your path to success today. This is Small Biz Florida, the podcast and broadcast that's all things business across the state of Florida. I am Tom Kindred, your host for Small Biz Florida. And as you know, if you've been tuning in lately, Small Biz Florida is on the road again. We are attending and working uh, and covering uh, the Florida SBDC Annual Small Business Success Summit. It's all happening here at uh, the Westin on the beautiful Fort Lauderdale Beach. Uh, it's the room is full of small business owners and operators, lots of great workshops, uh, lots of great information. And we've got with us right now uh, one of those uh, companies and two two gentlemen that are providing one of those incredibly informative and important and valuable workshops. We've got with us uh, Advantage Accounting and Tax, uh, our good friends, uh, Phil uh, Caliendo. You got it. Did I get it? Got it. it. And uh, that's right. And then Cash uh, Sharfy. Phil and Cash, uh, welcome to Small Biz Florida. Thanks for having us. And uh, as always, I want to start by thanking uh, you gentlemen uh, for supporting the Florida Small Business uh, success summit. Thank you guys for taking the time to, to present, uh, be part of the summit, bring your information to the summit. Uh, listen, small business owners and operators like yourself, it's tough to get away. So we appreciate your time and efforts, uh, here at the summit. Thanks, Tom. We appreciate it. We're glad to be here. Yep. Glad to help people. Absolutely. So let's start as we always do. Um, Phil and Cash, just uh, both of you, just kind of give us a quick uh, bit of your background and, and a little bit of your pathway to advantage accounting and tax. Okay, I'll start. I'm Cash Sharfie. I'm the, the, the CEO of Advantage Accounting and Tax. I've been a CPA for over 30 years now, and I'm a Florida native. And I love doing anything that helps the state of Florida. And we're excited to be here today. Um, so I'm your traditional CPA can help uh, and, and knowledgeable at accounting, tax, all issues IRS related. Nice. Phil? And I am Phil Caliendo over at Advantage Accounting and Tax CPA and Advisors. And I am the manager for the ERC funding department. And uh, any questions you have, I look forward to answering. Nice. Um, so just start us with a little bit of an overview. Um, what is Advantage Accounting and Tax CPAs and Advisors? Uh, what do you specialize in? What do you do? And then I want to I want to get to your uh, to your presentation and workshop. I'm excited about this conversation. But start us off with a little bit of of, of high level background on the uh, you know the firm. Sure, we're a, we're a fairly traditional CPA firm. We've been around since 1986, almost 40 years. We intend to be around for another 40 or 400 more. We are about 45 people, and we are headquartered in Boca Raton here in South Florida. 
We got clients all throughout every county of Florida and in most states in the country. Um, we've got about between our team about 500 years of collective IRS experience. And really the, the punchline or the thing that makes us different is that unlike other CPA firms, we focus exclusively on small businesses. Small businesses are only business. Other CPA firms will do audits of large companies. They'll do high net worth individuals. They might do cryptocurrency. We're pretty exclusively focused on small businesses. And that's why we have become really knowledgeable and uh, passionate about ERC, because it's a great way to help small businesses, not just in our great state of Florida, but throughout the country. Nice. I like it. I, I'm impressed. I mean, that that's uh, pretty interesting to know that that you have built an entire practice and firm really around small business. Uh, uh, pretty interesting to hear. So let's let's talk about ERCs. And, and I'll preface this with a very quick story of my own. Uh, worked with a client uh, through the, for the last couple of years through the SBDC. Um, helped this particular client, um, I think, through a hurricane. Helped her get access to some emergency bridge loan dollars. Uh, then here comes the pandemic. Um, help the client get access to uh, a PPP and, and some other um, local municipal grants. Uh, got a call one day from uh, this young lady. She asked about the ERC program. I connected her to uh, someone in our region who had some expertise in the area. And I recently got an email back from this young lady. Uh, she advised me. She, she, number one, thanked us for our help at the SBDC. And uh, advised me that she uh, received over $70,000 back through the ERC program. So to your point, Cash, uh, yes, this is important for small business owners. So let's get started. Start from the beginning. What is the ERC program and what should a small business know uh, about the program and, and how do they take advantage of it? Okay. Um. Quite simply, the ERC program is exactly what it sounds like. It's the employer retention credit. And the rationale behind it is that Congress is trying to reward small companies who, during the really challenging time of COVID, maintained people on payroll. Uh, Congress realizes that the small business sector really is the growth engine of our nation's economy. Since 2020, Small businesses have added over 4 million new jobs throughout the, throughout the entire nation, whereas large companies have en masse been a net layer off of people. So that's the rationale behind it. Congress knows that small businesses are creating jobs. So the employee retention credit rewards these companies for having maintained payroll. And it's also intending to make sure that their balance sheets are strong so small businesses can continue contributing to local economies in the years ahead. I'm like, I know in my case as a business owner, I sure as heck didn't see COVID coming. I it was it completely right. caught us unprepared. We had to make adjustments to how we service our clients, where our people are, how we're buying software. And I think everyone who owns a small business, whether you're running a restaurant or a consulting firm or you're a general contractor, most of us were impacted by COVID. And this is a chance for all of us to make sure our companies are as strong as possible. So we can contribute, continue contributing to local economies. Phil, did I get everything? Is there anything that I left out? Yeah, yeah. I just, I just want to add. You know, uh, Cash and I and our firm, we we consider ourselves like economic frontline workers. 
We want not on the front lines like nurses and doctors and police officers and firemen, but here we are, you know, a couple years later, two, three years later, and we're able to service the small business because the small businesses did all the hard work. The, the, the government shut the whole country down and tried to shut your business down, but because you had the bandwidth to pay your W-2 employees during the pandemic of 20 and 21, you now have a credit with the Treasury Department. And Congress wrote a bill called the CARES Act, Employee Retention Credit, that basically gave a big check to the Treasury Department and said, cut them a rebate check, make them whole again for what we put them through. So, so Phil, I, I think you you introduced yourself as the ERC manager uh, at Advantage Accounting. Uh, talk to us about the the engagement process. How how does a business begin the process of investigating if they're eligible? What does all that look like? Yeah. So basically, what we we like to talk to everybody. We don't like to just do things over email. We want to actually talk to you and and find out what happened to your business, what what what's going on with your business, and then what we do is we have very 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 few things that we need from you. We need a couple documents. We answer some questions, and once we get that back from you, we're able to put a quote together. We have an algorithm that we built, and usually we can get it back to you within that day. Once we get you that quote and you see what you have coming to you on a rebate check, then at that point, you'll say, okay, let's move forward. And then what we'll do is you'll engage with our company. Once you engage with us, we'll we'll now put you into our process. We have about 25 ERC specialists that you go to. You'll get assigned to one of them. And then we'll ask you for a little bit more documents. You'll We spend about, about 60 hours on each file. So you're going to go through a process. It's going to take about about 30 days total. It could be about three weeks. Um, so we usually try to get files transmitted to the Treasury Department within about three weeks. Um, once that happens and you're filed, even if this funding runs out, your company will now be earmarked for that funding. So again, I know I know Advantage uh, Accounting and Tax and Cash and Phil, you guys are, are really here at the conference to, to provide information about ERCs, not necessarily to to sell your services, but hey, look, I mean, uh, hard to find folks that are specializing in things. So I'm, I'm, I'm free to, pro- I'm, I'm happy to promote you because that's, uh, listen, if you're a resource and you're willing to help, uh, that's valuable to the small business community. But let me ask you a question: Could, could a small business owner do this on their own? I mean, is it, is there a website? Can they, could, could they potentially do this on their own or what's your thought? Should they find someone to help walk them through this? What, what are your thoughts on that? Yeah, Tom, I'll I'll answer that as a, as a CPA who's got decades of experience working with the IRS and the government. uh, I would not suggest anybody try to do this on their own. The, Congress is really good at coming up with a a high-level program that's going to have really positive benefits for our nation. But when the devil gets into the details of working with the Treasury Department and how it's going to go through the process, it it is cumbersome and it is complex and it does require a lot of expertise and it's really easy to mess up. So in our case, and because we're a decent sized CPA firm, starting two years ago, we, we spent a lot of R&D dollars, just time and treasure, really becoming experts on this program. And it's changed multiple times and it ain't straightforward. Uh, so we've put in the work to really become experts on it. Nice. I, know that, I know that people that are business owners out there, you know, one of the things that I'm sure is happening is that 
everybody's inboxes and, and phones are just exploding with marketers coming after business owners to try to sell them ERC. We're not here to try to convince anybody to do ERC with us. We really want to help educate the marketplace. And we've got basically two messages. If you're interested in ERC, or if you, for some reason, have been told that you don't qualify, we want to make sure that you're acting on good information. You may have been told that you don't qualify based on prior information, but as the law and the regulations have been updated, a lot of companies will qualify. So we just want to make sure that one, people make sure they're doing the right thing in terms of qualification. And the second, the bigger thing is you know, there's a lot of, of companies that are advertising on TV and radio. This stuff is all over the place. We really encourage small business owners not to work with a marketing agency or an ERC mill, but trust and pick a CPA firm that's been around and that will be around. Because CPA firms are the ones, we got licenses. We're going to be right. for 30 years. So we want to make sure that we're dotting our T's, crossing our I's, checking right. the numbers three times before we file. Um, and so a CPA firm will do all that due diligence, file for you the right way. And God forbid there's any scrutiny in the future. If there's any questions from the IRS or anyone else, a CPA firm does things in right. a way yeah. that can help you out. Yeah, excellent point. And, and you know, you you make a good point about a number of 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 issues that the SBDC um, you know addresses. We have government contracting, and I can't tell you how many how many times uh, we'll talk to someone and they'll come to us and they'll say, "I'm trying to get my minority owned certification, my veteran owned certification." And we'll say, absolutely, that's, we can help you do that. And they'll say, well, what's it cost? And we'll say, well, there's no cost for those services. And they'll say, oh, you know, I paid $1,500 and, you know, it's still not done. And I, you know, I don't understand it. So you're so right. I mean, you know, small business certifications, um, you know, this ERC, I think these are great examples of where, you know, maybe start with your SBDC in your region. Have your SBDC maybe make a recommendation, uh, a referral for you. Uh, have a conversation uh, to your point, Cash, maybe a, a couple of different folks. Kind of understand who's got the real expertise. Because I'm telling you, there's no better example than the story I just told you. And that that story is absolutely true. Small business owner got over $70,000 back through her ERC. So it it's obviously real money to your point, uh, you know, real federal program. Well, we, we, we've been very, we've been very blessed and we've actually been able to, at this point, a year, a year and a half, all, maybe, maybe a year and seven months at this point, we we've actually transmitted um, around 625 files to the treasury department. 80% have been filed. We've had zero kickbacks, knock on wood, because, you know, we make sure our files are buttoned up when they're sent over. I, I wanted to piggyback on one of the things that the cash had said. You can actually, I can direct your listeners to uh, the irs.gov site, and you will actually see a warning letter from them not to work with third-party marketing companies because of the fees that they're charging um, and some of the unscrupulous things that they're doing um, during this. Kind of like what you just said, companies will find any way possible to charge you as much as they possibly can. It's, um, it's almost like, you know, during a hurricane when gas stations charge $10 a gallon, sure. you know, they, it's it's price gouging. And we're not right. doing that. We're fair and equitable with, with everybody. <laughs> we're a small business CPA firm. Okay. 
And so again, your your primary purpose for participating in the summit uh, here at at the uh, Weston in in Lauderdale was to kind of bring that general information about ERCs uh, to the to the attendees at the conference. Yeah, and and also to address costly misconceptions, myths that are out there that are really going to cost people money or could really get them in trouble. Um, and I'll, I'll give you a couple examples. We since we work exclusively with small businesses, we talk to them every day. We have clients that come in and show us letters that they're getting from marketing agencies that tell them you're going to get half a million dollars in a week. And it, if it's too good to be, if it sounds too good to be true. It usually is. Right. How can somebody promise you half a million in a week when they don't know anything about your business? They don't even know the number of employees you have, what industry you're in. So right. you you referenced Tom your your case of the person that got seventy eight thousand dollars. In that case, that tells us that they probably have three W-2 employees. The, the program can pay up to $26,000 per W-2 employee. So if a restaurant has 10 employees, for example, that restaurant could get up to $260,000 for those 10 employees. The, and not just us, because again, we're not here to sell ourselves. What a CPA firm will do is we treat each case, case by case. And one of our CPAs that is trained on ERC will spend a lot of time learning about your business and documenting and preparing the application in a way that is buttoned up versus you know, an outfit that's out there that tells you, we'll get you a million bucks tomorrow. Sounds too good to be true. We just want people to, to be careful and cautious and do what's best for them. And, and again, Cash, I want to go back to, I think, an excellent point uh, that you guys have made is that in the event that there's any question that comes up about your uh, employee retention credit payment a year from now, two years from now, if I've done it by myself, if I've done it with someone who may or may not be in business two years from now, it's going to be, you know, it's going to be a nightmare to have to try to probably go back and answer those questions. If I've worked with someone who's in business, keeps records, keeps files, knows my business, you know, if there is a question about my payment, then I can go back to that firm or back to that individual and and there'd be records. There'd be records to, to respond to any sort of questions uh, from the U.S. Treasury. Is that is that a fair statement? 100%. Couldn't have said it better myself. All right. Yeah. Um, how does one find you uh, if they'd like to contact you and maybe have a conversation? Of, well, I guess before we do that, let me make sure I ask this. I'm assuming ERC is still available, right? It, it's still out there? Yes. Yes, it is. The program runs. It, there's some technical uh, confusing things about until when people can apply. But the big picture is there's about another 12 months that they okay. have to apply. Nice. But because of the idiosyncrasies of the government, it really makes sense for people to apply as soon as possible. Okay. One other thing is you know, we, we've talked about on this call or on this, on our discussion so far, really around uh, making sure that companies do apply when they've been told that they might not apply. But we also want to warn people that th there are cases where people think that they don't apply because they had to have a certain revenue drop. Um, at first, when this law first came out, it was almost as if people thought that their company had to be cut half in size or had to have gone through a major pain in order to qualify. And right. that's not the case. There's two ways companies can qualify. Either you have to have a revenue drop or 
or you have to have been impacted by COVID in a material way. And 80% or more of the applications that are going through the IRS do not have a revenue drop, but they're companies that have been impacted by COVID. And that's really where the work starts. We really try to figure out whether it's a company's marketing or if it's their operations or their software, how it's been impacted by COVID. We figure out the right regulations and then we craft a summary or craft a narrative. The ERC mills don't do that. CPA firms do. I guess, and, and I guess another question I would have, I, I appreciate you talking about the eligibility because, you know, so that we kind of, so a business kind of understands, uh, you know, whether to even start the process or not. But it sounds like to me, it's pretty broad. You, you don't, there's nothing real specific. Did you have to get a, did you have to be the recipient of a PPP or a, I mean, that has nothing to do with this. So if you didn't get any assistance from the government at all, you still may qualify for an ERC. Yeah, absolutely. Okay. Absolutely. And in fact, uh, they're mutually exclusive. Whether you got PPP or didn't get PPP, okay. it doesn't affect your ability to get ERC. And the same thing applies with all the other grants and other credits that you were referring okay. to earlier. ERC stands on it on its own. It's, okay. a, it's a separate document. Okay. The one thing that is important, though, is that there's a there's a size limit. So basically, the company you can't have more than 500 W two employees. That's really the key number for people to know. Okay. 500 or fewer employees is really okay. what, really what it is. All right. So real quickly, as we bring uh, to an end this segment, uh, how does one find uh, Advantage Accounting and Tax? We're at www.advantage.cpa, so just advantage.cpa. And Phil, you want to share the best phone number? Uh, probably the best number to reach us on is going to be 561-506-1870, 561-506-1870. It is Phil Caliendo and Cash uh, Sharfi. Uh, gentlemen, listen, again, thank you for your support of the summit. Thank you for taking time to be part of this gathering of small business owners. Thank you for sharing your expertise uh, in what is really an incredible program, the Employee Retention Credit Program. Uh, I encourage every one who's listening, uh, please check out if you're uh, if you qualify for this program. Uh, I, I've seen it. I've seen it. It's real. Uh, gentlemen, thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Go Sunshine State. Absolutely. We appreciate it. Yep. This is Small Biz Florida. I am Tom Kennard, your host, and it's all happening here at the Westin in Fort Lauderdale Beach. It is the uh, annual Florida SBDC Small Business Success Summit. Stay tuned. More to come. This is Small Biz Florida. This has been Small Biz Florida, created news by Florida Small Business Development Center at Indian River State College. Your host for Small Biz Florida is Tom Kindred. Partners for Small Biz Florida include WPSL and WSTU and Indian River State College. Named the 2019 winner of the Aspen Prize for Community College Excellence.